Hello, hello, hello. How are ya? How you doing? How's it going? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Vividly Speaking with Dr. Vivid. With who else but me, Dr. Vivid. I am so excited to be here with you once again in this safe space, in this mental health space, in this space where we can have a moment of laughter. I am so glad that you are here. So, you know what? Let's not delay. Let's jump right into it. Let's go. Welcome back, my friends. How's it going? What's going on in your life? Welcome back, my friends. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. Thank you. Guess what, guys? This is the last episode of the season. I know. I know. But I wanted to tell you guys, I'm just so grateful to be at the end of the season to do a season's worth of podcasting. This is my first attempt at this and you guys have made it, you made it so enjoyable. And why are we ending at 20 episodes? Well, because I like even numbers. I was born on December 20th <laughs> and I wanted to end at a time um, well, in the season, the show isn't going anywhere. Well, in the season at a time where I could just take some time and have a little good self-care time as the weather changed and come back to you refreshed, revamped, and ready to go. It's not going to be a long break. I'll see you in a few weeks. I promise I'll see you in a few weeks. But speaking of things happening and taking time oh my goodness thank all of you who tuned in for the let's talk um kate spade and her media partnership that i had the opportunity to be a part of it meant so much to me to see you guys in the chat to hear that you guys logged in to get your screen recordings and screenshots of you tuning in the feedback was wonderful you guys are amazing i i love the opportunity to talk about mental health and wellness you guys know that but as a black woman i love the opportunity to talk to my fellow sisters um and just be real about the things that are impacting us and giving some tips and just a, a providing a safe space. Um, and it was such a great event. Of course, it did not center around Dr. Vivid. There were other influencers. There were other clinicians. Um, I My segment kicks off the, um, the project. And if you're like, oh my God, I missed it. It's okay. You didn't. Now it lives at 
katespade.hercampus.com. So you can go and check it out. Um, the live event is over, but you can check the recording and tell me, you know, what you got from it, what you liked about it. You, If you have whatever feedback you have, good, bad, neutral, indifferent, I want to know. So thank you guys for your support. I also got the opportunity to um, be on another cool podcast with Katie ADHD. If you know her from TikTok, she is an absolute sweetheart. Um, That episode is dropping next week. So I'm excited for that. We talked about, you know, ADHD and how to deal with late diagnosis and some just uh, we went into a lot of things related to, of course, ADHD, but just mental health and wellness overall and misconceptions. It was a great time. She is a sweetheart. Shout out to Katie. Um I love what she's doing with her platform to bring awareness to people um, about ADHD and also those adults who are just realizing, oh, that's me. This is my diagnosis. Because let's be real, when it comes to mental health and when it comes to mental illnesses and mental health diagnoses, we don't always catch them right away. So there are a lot of people in their adulthood who are realizing that they have certain diagnoses that they probably the symptoms they've been dealing with since they were kids or adolescents. And they're like, oh my gosh, now the pieces are finally making sense. So what the hell do I do now? So again, shout out to Katie and shout out to any of you out there who have an experience like hers where you are an adult. And there are things that were unclear to you about how you process the world, how you, you know, displayed emotions, how you regulated emotions, and you're just getting a diagnosis and you're coming to terms with that diagnosis and you're trying to learn all you can about yourself with this new piece of information. But remember your diagnosis is not the totality of who you are. It's just a piece of your puzzle. It's just a piece of your puzzle. There are so many other parts to you, but congratulations on taking the time out to figure out how this puzzle piece affects the full picture. What else has been going on? What else has been going on? Oh my gosh. Jojo um, got accepted into her big sister's school so that's how you guys are already i'm so excited i'm so excited for this little girl to go to school y'all i'm so excited for so many reasons one she's so smart and she's growing so fast um i can't wait to see what she does when she's exposed to a classroom curriculum and two like i i did tell you guys this i'm ready to get my time back Reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. Toddlers require so much effort. (laughs) The parenting of a toddler is an Olympic sport. And I need y'all to understand that. So check on all your friends that have toddlers. We may not be okay. But that's going on. Oh, um, and just because this is 
the last episode of the season doesn't mean this will be the last episode um, that you'll be able to catch. Of course, all the episodes are live on all your favorite sh- um, podcast platforms, but also I'll be making sure to link episodes um, from collabs I do with other podcasters, other creators. So, of course, stay tuned to my website, you know, drvivid.com. Stay tuned to my social media um, pages, Dr. Vivid for Instagram, Dr. Vivid for Twitter, Dr. Vivid for TikTok. So you can keep up with what's going on with me and you can hear my voice if you like hearing my voice. Well, I think you like hearing my voice if you come here to listen to me, right? So, yeah, that's that's a lot of what's going on with me. Just um, being prepared to kick things into high gear. Ooh, y'all, I have an intern officially um, that's helping out with my mental health consulting and I am excited. He is so ready to learn, has a serious interest in psychology. We had a joke about, wait a minute, you were supposed to start last week. We already interning. We already, <laughs> you're already being the intern. So, but I'm really excited about the things that I have planned um and the opportunity this is my first intern so i'm ready to ride the wave of ups and downs but mostly i'm really excited to teach him how i operate and that the world of a clinician is not one note so that's it um shout out to my intern (laughs) mw But you know what? Let's get to the rest of the episode, you know, because we got to go out with a bang, right? Let's go. You know what time it is. You know what's up next. Child, what's happening? What goes on here? So much, so much is going on right now in the world and your girl is confused stressed and just like wh- why okay let's start with um my heart goes out to all those in ukraine and anyone that has ties to Ukraine and it's it's terrible I am not one that supports I don't support you know just destroying lives and destroying a country um and it, it pains me to see these people having to flee in terror or hearing about the casualties. It's, it's stressful. And um, I'm very aware of my American privilege of that not being a reality for me. And 
seeing things on social media or, you know, mainstream media, you know, news outlets and going, wow, this is heartbreaking, but also aware that I I can't feel it at the same intensity as someone who woke up to missiles and airstrikes. And it's so so what does this mean? It means conflict. <laughs> One thing that the world powers know how to do is go in and tussle. Go in and say, you know what? I want this. You don't want to give it to me? I'm going to throw a tantrum. Let's go. And it's it's stressful. It's so stressful. So to anyone with Ukrainian ties, my heart goes out to you. And I wish there was something that I could do. And if there is something that I can do to help, let me know. Um, I don't want to just send out thoughts and prayers. But sometimes it feels like things that are going on in the world are so big and we are so small that we are at a loss for what we can do. So there's that in the world of what's happening. And let me move on to something. Just let me switch gears to something that has me shaking my head for other reasons. Child. They said that Queen Elizabeth, you know, the Queen of England has contracted COVID-19. And <laughs> Hollywood Unlocked, headed by Jason Lee, that team reported that Queen Elizabeth died, like big headline, big ass headline. And the girls are confused because the BBC is reporting that good old Lizzie was on a a Zoom call. So I don't know if the Wi-Fi is that strong in the afterlife, but I need Jason Lee and the crew to admit that they done killed off poor Queen Elizabeth before her time. And this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm like, Jason, we got a whole, we have a whole thing that we're paying attention to as far as the Ukraine and Russia. And here you are drawing our attention to another world leader and you didn't kill this poor lady. And this is the thing. They are not backing down at Hollywood Unlocked. They're like, we said what we said. She is dead. And the rest of the world is like, no, no. And let me, guys, I got to read some of these like because the team I'm gonna say if one thing Jason Lee is that baby is dedicated to his brand and I am saying well why can't you just you know redact what you said and say oops sorry we got intel saying that she passed, but that's not what it really is. 
No, no. No, no. He said, Jason Lee said that he has the inside scoop. He got the inside scoop um, and that his inside um, hitter uh, in the UK said, I don't care what you got to say. <laughs> oh, right. She's dead. And we letting them know. So now, a couple hours ago, after days and days and days of saying, no, no, we got the inside scoop. And we're like, Jason, you getting the inside scoop before anybody in the BBC has the inside scoop? You getting the in They were like, you know who has to break that the queen is dead? Hollywood Unlocked. That's what they said. So... Let me read you what they said, because instead of saying we messed up, fact checked 10 reasons we believed <laughs> Queen Elizabeth was dead. Um, and Blue, one of the hosts um, of the actual podcast and their, um, their Fox Soul show said Tuesday afternoon, Hollywood Unlocked posted an exclusive air quotes. I say air quotes, but it's real quotes, y'all, that Queen Elizabeth had passed away, not surprisingly breaking what could have been the most newsworthy story of the decade caused a tidal wave of reactions on social media with many questioning how the site founder, Jason Lee, has somehow managed to scoop everyone, including major British outlets on such a massive bombshell. Yes. Yes, I want to, that's, that's what the kids are wondering. How the hell? So now Blue says, on behalf of our small but mighty team, we want to first say that we heard your concerns and acknowledge the sensitivity around this topic. We're not, I don't think we were saying that we were really, you know, it's, it's not a sensitivity issue. It's a, she's not dead issue. Like, don't cry. Dry your eyes. The queen's not dead. She's not. She's not. Um, so, <laughs> given the confusion our original post has caused, Lee and everyone else at the publication would like to take a moment to thoughtfully lay out why they believe she passed away. Uh, sir, ma'am. They, them, folk, just say you're wrong. Jason Lee goes on to say, although I've never been wrong when breaking a story because this involves the queen. This is the one time I will want to be. And based on Wednesday's report from the palace, I can say my source got this wrong. And I sincerely apologize to the queen, the royal family. He held on to this for so long. He literally was yelling at people. She did. I'm sticking by that. And I am confusion. Like, I'm confusion. That's like me coming to y'all and telling you, I, Dr. Vivid, have the inside scoop before the BBC, before Hurry and them. 
Yes, I said hurry. Um, before, you know, CNN, somebody texted me and said, Lizzie's gone. Who, what type, <laughs> what's going on here? And the fact that we are so committed to a story, so committed to wanting to be right. Like, instead of just saying, oops, wrong intel, wrong information, he rode that horse into the horse back broke. And it's just, it just says something about the world we live in. We are so concerned with being first. We are so concerned with being heard that we are not necessarily concerned with the validity, the truth, and the honesty attached to our message. And on social media, this has been humorous for me for a, a, a few days because Hollywood Unlocked is not a major serious media media outlet. Now, I'm not going to say I don't follow Hollywood Unlocked. I don't listen to podcasts when it concerns like celebrities in, in entertainment and pop culture. Yeah, Hollywood Unlocked, The Shade Room, places like that. But it speaks to this bigger piece of sometimes why black owned black run you know blogs vlogs um media outlets aren't taken seriously because things like this where it's like, oh, I'm not saying I'm questioning Jason Lee's journalistic integrity because he's not a journalist. <laughs> Let's be very clear. He covers a very specific part of news and entertainment. And I'm going to, you know, definitely get my news from the CNN, MSNBC, you know, Fox local news, things like that. But we got to do better when it comes to reporting certain things, not just because we want to report the truth, but we want to be seen as credible. We want to be seen as credible. So I, I was looking at that for the last couple of days. Like it's okay to admit that you're wrong. Um, and for people of color, especially, you know, black outlets, we want that credibility. We want to be able to go, toe to toe with other major outlets. And I think the part of that, that has sometimes us being looked down on is these little mistakes that could have been easily handled in a professional and ethical manner that took so long, you know, it's like you're committed to misinformation and that's not something we need, especially in today's uh, day and time. But in my last What's happening? What goes on here? Kanye Omari West. Sugar. I have mixed feelings about Kanye West. I will not take away the fact that he is a creative. He, his musical ability, his talent is undeniable. But right now, he needs real support and he needs a better team. Of course, I'm scrolling on Issa Rae and Rihanna's Heir to the Thrones internet. And how could you not see Kanye just going on rants and tangents for the last week or so? 
But a lot of people have been just kind of taken aback by the the way Kanye has been going at, you know, Pete and Kim. And I am not a Kardashian family fan for many reasons that I'm not going to go into today, maybe another time. But seeing him post their text messages and seeing him bait her current alleged, you know, lover and seeing these, oh, I'm going to show up have a truck full of roses show up and people are like laughing and chuckling and kiki and getting your, get your family back. If this man was not the celebrity that he is, and he is not as wealthy as he is, we would be saying that he's stalking. I've said this on Instagram in relation to this event. Nothing about this is cute. Nothing about this is couples goals. You know, they're separated he was dating somebody else for whatever we said that was. And she's dating whoever else for whatever it is, for whatever reason. They are separated um, until their divorce is finalized. And they have been acting separated. They have said that they are no longer together. Because someone doesn't want to live with that reality does not give them the right to encroach upon somebody else's rights. Does not give them the right to harass someone. Does not get, give them the right to basically stomp on on that other person's boundaries and I don't think that's what people are seeing as as far as like the public is is seeing or how they're responding on social media it's like oh Kim oh my god give him a chance but if this if these were not mega rich mega celebrities and this was just your cousin and her ex-boyfriend ex-husband, soon-to-be ex-husband, baby daddy, whatever you want to call it, you would feel this differently. To be, to tell someone, hey, I don't like when you put our, you know, text messages online and that person they continue to do it. That's a violation of a boundary. Well, the request was, you know, don't do this, you know, uh, the boundary is, you know, that she probably tried to set is I'm not having conversations with you if you're going to keep posting them, you know. Um, I refuse to be, have interactions with people that don't, you know, respect the way I wish to communicate. And talking all this craziness about the person that she chooses to be with, but nobody while he was saying all this and he was with the Julia Fox girl uncut gems while he was with her no one was saying well you coming hard at Pete she hasn't said anything about Julie it's the double standard of it all it's the gaslighting of it all it's the manipulation of it all it's very toxic and we have to understand that we cannot excuse behavior because of someone's status. I say, think about it again. If these were just regular, regular, schmegular people, you would be like, ooh, this is cringy. Oh, she said enough is enough. Oh, like, why are you doing these big gestures after you just slandered her and her family on the internet and now it's I love you, come back to me. We, it's very harmful um, and there's a lot of emotional distress. And again, I do not align myself 
with the Kardashian family for many reasons we're not going to get into today. But I do align myself with women who want to distance themselves from relationships that no longer serve them. So let's call a spade a spade and say that whether it be due to his symptomology related to his mental illness, due to the fact that his friends and air quotes, friends and people around him aren't having real conversations with him. And due to the fact that, of course, it's promotional time. He has a project and he has a Netflix documentary. So it's prime Kanye, I'm going to show my ass time. You can you can res- love the art that he has created for the world and and not support him in terms of toxic behavior. We have to learn that though we like people, we love what they create, they are humans and they are flawed. So please don't get on the internet amping Kanye up to harass that woman because they have they have kids and their kids and their mom, their mom has to take care of their kids those kids and he has to be well enough to take care of those kids. <sighs> Kanye, I just want you to get the healing that you need. And, and and please stop posting him. I know it's like I said, it's promotional time, but we gotta stop. We got if we continue to give him attention and comment and praise his behavior, we fuel in the fire and feed in the beast. Oh, Lord, I done talked about Ukraine, Russia, the Queen of England, and ended it with Kanye and the Kardashians. What is happening? What goes on here? So, this is the last episode of my first season of my very own podcast. And that's wild. For me to say out loud, like, you're a podcaster. Oh, <laughs> surreal. Oh. <laughs> and I told you guys when I first started this podcast, it was because my friends, um, colleagues were like, hey, you need to do this. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I was scared. I was honestly scared. I didn't think that people would I don't want to say I wouldn't th- I didn't think that people would connect with me because I very much so push relatable content but I was scared that people would pick it apart you know because a lot of my life as a black woman clinician everything that I've done or that I like to do has been picked apart. Why did you do it this way? That's not traditional. You should make sure that you include more statistics. Why are you explaining it this way? I mean, in essence, that's what it is, but could you make it sound? No, no. 
I want to make it sound authentic. I want to make it sound consumable, relatable. I want you to not feel pressure or feel like you have to go and Google every word that I say after you get off the podcast. And I was, I was scared that I might get some flat. Not necessarily scared of trolls, but definitely scared of that level of dissection. A little bit of imposter syndrome. Like, you're, how, how could you start a podcast? How could you do this? And I had to remind myself, I'm an expert. I've been in school for so long. Literally devoting my time to psychology, to mental health. Why not me? So thank you to everybody who pushed me, who bugged me. But this whole process has been very much so a a learning process, you know. I started this podcast on one platform and then episodes into my season, I'm now signed to a podcast network, which is, again, wild. Again, shout out to my Connected Podcast family all my fellow shows, the founders, because who knew? Who knew? (laughs) And then, y'all, podcasting takes time. And I always talk about trying to find time for myself. But there have been many weeks, as you have seen, where either I've been sick and I couldn't record or clients have been in crises and Or my kids have really needed me. My family's really needed me. And I've had to move things around. And I felt really bad about it. Felt really guilty about it. And doing everything I can so you guys can have more consistency and less interruptions for season two. Oh my gosh, the things I have planned for season two are crazy. Um, but I, it's, it's been a learning experience for me. Also a learning experience in my self-care, you know, I um, love listening to podcasts, period. They're some of my favorite people are um, podcasters. And one of my favorite shows to listen to is The Read. And I was listening to Crystal and Kate Fury talk about having to take time off or not dropping episodes when their fans were used to them dropping episodes and be like, girl, it's not the end of the world. Basically, I got to put me first. I got to put me first, you know, <laughs> because the people who love you will understand. So thank you for that understanding when things have been delayed or you've been, y'all are good for it. Where's the episode? Um, and me explaining, hey, I'm sick. I don't have a voice or my, you know, my, I had a loss in, uh, in my family, a death in my family. And you guys have been really, really supportive. And I haven't been in the podcast game for even a year. Um, to say that this is my 20th episode, to say that I completed a season and all the things that have happened, it's been so cool. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet so many other people from so many other shows. And I've really, I've, I've really grown in confidence and I couldn't have done that without my 
connected family without you guys. Y'all are the real MVPs. Y'all are so special. Hitting me up, telling me the parts of the episode that made you laugh, the parts that really resonated with you. You guys are amazing, and I can't wait to give you more next season. I'm just excited. But you know what? Another thing that I've learned. The internet is a wild place. And (laughs) as I grow, I realize that trolls grow too. So there are people who who just want to say the opposite of what I'm saying or be ridiculous or negative just because. And to that I say, something I tell um, my friends at church, I am nobody's pastor, evangelist, minister, priest, pope, first lady. Try Jesus. Don't try me. Because <laughs> I fight. Um, so just know that, okay? You got to watch it. You know, the racist trolls, the sexist trolls, the psychology isn't real trolls. Keep your, Keep it to yourself, baby. Because this intellectual here will spar with you verbally. And if you take it over that line, (laughs) let me not, let me not. Just say, has hands, pint size, will travel. Okay? So, just be careful. Be careful how you talk to people on the internet. You never know who has time. Who has time to read you for filth? Or who has time and a good lawyer on deck to bail them out after they slap the hell out of you? You just got to watch what you say. People are people. Don't let this, don't let these screens and this protective shield that this screen (laughs) is providing you with fool you. You you never know who you see in the real world streets. You know, don't let these key clicks embolden you to the point where you forget that this person may see me at some point in life and put two and two together, get four and mop the floor with me. <laughs> Y'all got to chill. Well, not not my listeners, but some of y'all friends got to chill. Because uh, <laughs> you, you, you just can't just say whatever you want to anyone that think it's going to slide. You know, boundaries. Real stuff, real talk. But also, looking back at this season, I also, oh, don't get emotional, Dr. Vivid. Don't do that. Mm. I have taken so much time to focus on myself so that I could bring you a quality show, a quality podcast. And... The amount of work that I continue to do for my own mental health and wellness is partially for you because I want to practice what I preach as much as I can. As a human, I don't get it right 100% of the time and I'm fine with that, but I want to get it right more than I get it wrong so that I lead by example and whether it's been taking time off or, you know, up in my therapy appointments, 
when I feel like I'm really stressed out, um, using the coping skills that I'm giving to you guys. All of those things are very real and I use them and I've been using them without guilt because sometimes when you're in certain positions, you feel like, oh, you, you have to look like you have it all together. And there are some areas in my life where it is together. And there are some areas where it's like, girl, the pieces are scattered on the floor like Legos. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to admit that because I'm human. But you guys have made me take better care of me because I want you to take better care of you. And I am eternally grateful for that period of, you know what? Focus on yourself <laughs> and how it's been translated into my day to day. And you guys are just amazing. Um, when it comes, like I said, to reporting what you guys have done and it pushes me like, like if you have kids or you've been around kids, if you had the opportunity to teach or just model behaviors for children, when they see you doing something that they feel is interesting, they show you, they do it and they look what I did just like you, just like you said, remember? And it makes you want to be better, makes you want to be greater makes you want to go harder for them and you have provided that for me and so I thank you and you know looking back on it all I'm glad I didn't start this podcast sooner I was gonna say I should have started it sooner no I started it right when it was needed and I'm gonna stand by that Cause you know, my friends are going to keep bullying me to making me think otherwise. Hmm. <laughs> All right, y'all let's get to the rest of the episode. It's time for whale mail. Hey, whale, whale for the whale mail. Hey, it's time for the whale mail. Yeah, it's time for it. I- yeah. Oh, I like that one a little bit. I like that one. Dang. Why well, would I like the one that I did last? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> it's time for whale mail. This is the part of the episode where I get to answer questions that you guys have sent me via the Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter streets, or you've sent me directly via that good old inbox at contact at drvivid.com. And you know, you know how I feel about the TikTok streets. However, this question that I'm answering today has come in variations from TikTok and Instagram. And the question that I've been getting is when you get a mental health diagnosis, you know, how are you supposed to feel and what do you do? And 
it, I'm going to be honest. There are many feelings that can come from getting that diagnosis. It can be a feeling of relief, like, oh, I'm finally getting the answers that I need. I finally have something to connect the dots. I finally can put a name to what I've been feeling, what's been going on with me. And then the other side of it, it could be, whoa, I didn't even think that was what was going on. Or I've never even thought about this diagnosis. Like, what are the parts of this this moving piece? Like, wait a minute, slow it down. I came for answers, but I don't know if I was ready for that answer. All of those thoughts are valid. All of those thoughts are valid. Well, I need medication. Is this something that I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life? How do I talk to my loved ones about this? How should I go about, you know, work life, school life, home life? All of these feelings are valid. Above all, I think you should remember, or if you're, you're not, um, familiar with this, I'm going to tell you now, your mental health diagnosis does not define who you are. It's a part of your story. So above all else, you live, you live and you use this information to find ways to make living easier. Whether that's going to therapy, taking medication, going to groups, cutting certain things out of your lifestyle, including certain people in um, your circle that you didn't think you needed before, changing habits, um, cutting ties, moving. There's so many things that you can contemplate that will help you make your life easier once you have this information. You, I I think one of the things that I've heard is like this fear that, oh, now that this is going on with me, my life is drastically changed forever and there's no way that I can continue on doing X, Y, and Z. No. Now, your diagnosis may change the way you go about meeting your goals, achieving your vision, interacting, because you may take different steps or you may work on preparing yourself for these things differently. But it doesn't mean that any of these goals and the things that you've seen for yourself aren't attainable. And I'm sitting here telling you that I've had um, my anxiety diagnosis since I was a, a child. I've been dealing with depression for years, formally diagnosed as an adult, but I know for a fact as a clinician myself and as a person who lived their own life that I've been dealing with this since I was a child. And I'm sitting before you as Dr. Vivid, as a mom, 
as a professional, as a friend, as a sister, as a cousin, as as a community member. Because I've learned, not just by way of my academic experience, but life experience, my healing experience, how to best step into the world every day that's going to, you know, not to let the world feel overwhelming, but to prepare me. Like, how do I step into the world when I'm feeling anxious today? How do I step into the world when I'm depressed? How do I step into the world when I am triggered? And not letting what I'm going through make me think that what I'm trying to get to isn't attainable. Thinking about everything is a moment at a time. So when you think about, okay, I've got a diagnosis, what's next? Well, baby, what do you want to do? What do you feel like should be next? And then we'll talk about the how, how we get there. Think about what you want to do what you thought was in store for you and then we'll talk about how to get there again the diagnosis that you receive is not the end of a story it is the beginning of healing let's get to the rest of the episode thank you for your well mail all right all right all right words of matthew mcconaughey (laughs) now it's time to take a beat this is the part of the episode where i talk to you about what i'm listening to what is helping me reflect what's bringing me joy what's on repeat and has been added to a playlist y'all y'all i'm not even gonna hold you i don't know if you guys watch euphoria on hbo it's one of my favorite shows shout out to zen zen she's doing the damn thing but if you aren't aware of this show it's in season two actually the last episode of the season airs this sunday but the soundtrack season one soundtrack and there's also a a euphoria official playlist now back in season one i fell in love with labyrinth and i may have been late to the party but labyrinth is responsible for now what you may be um what you may think of is some of the most catchy tiktok sounds so that forever that that y'all keep hearing on tiktok um also i still don't know my name that's 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 a banger um one of my favorite songs of course all of all for us his version and the version with Zen Zen yes I I call her Zen Zen like we're friends 
always like I always on rotation for me um, especially when season one first started and ended because all for us um, was how season one season finale ended we were introduced to that full song but HBO Max does a official playlist for the series and I want you to get into it they update it after every episode airs and I'm just going to throw some of the artists and the songs because it's a vibe um Summertime, sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Mahalia Jackson, How Long, Tove Low, Stand By Me, of course, Benny King, I'll Be There For You, All I Need To Get By, Method Man, War of the Hearts, Sade, Devil Inside, In Excess, This Is How We Do It, Montel Jordan, Vitamin C, Can, Don't Ya, by the Pussycat Dolls, Buster Rhymes, Ooh, um, Method of Modern Love, Hall and Oates, Drink Before the War, Sinead O'Connor. Are y'all getting into this? Love Like This, Faith Evans, Pick Me Up, that's a James Blake cut, Never Let Me Down Again, Depeche Mode. Are y'all getting into this? It Ain't Over Till It's Over, Lenny Kravitz. Como La Flor, Selena, West Side Connection, Gangsta Nation. Are y'all getting into this? Hit them up, Tupac. Of course, Hypnotize, Notorious B.I.G. Who's that virus syndicate? Are y'all getting into this? Pull up, Derek Minor, Greg James, Thick James. I just died in your arms tonight. Cutting crew. Do what you want. Be what you are. Hauling oats. Are y'all hearing me? Blue Monk, Thelonious Monk. Anything's possible, Vintage Lee. Fly me to the moon. Bobby Womack. All y'all getting into this. I can keep listening because like I said, it is updated every week. But the blend of old school bangers, classics, and current bops is amazing. So get into the soundtrack and tell me what you're listening to. All right, let's get on with this. Now it's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where we talk about coping strategies and tools to get you by in the meantime, between time, in between therapy, before you get started, or just dealing with everyday stressors from everyday life. And today's DIY is very simple. Tell the truth. 
Tell your therapist the truth about what's going on with you and let go feelings of shame and judgment and bias because therapists, clinicians, psychologists, we are not holding a space of judgment. We're not here to judge you. We're here to help you. Tell the truth to your family and friends. Say no because you want to say no. Tell them when you're not feeling fine. Tell them when you're not okay. Tell your job when you need to take time off. Be truthful with yourself about what you need more of and what you need to do in order to be the best you possible. Tell the truth. No one's here to shame you. No one's here to beat you down. It's not a game of who can be strongest the longest. Walk in your truth so you can get what you need to heal. Simple as that. All right, let's go. We've made it to the cool down. This is the part of the episode we focus on mindfulness, deep breathing, relaxation, and most importantly, you. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and follow along with me during this activity. If you're not in the safest place, free from distractions, don't worry. This is a podcast. You can always pause me, stop me, and come back to this later. Let's begin. Take a deep breath in. to the season finale this isn't goodbye it's see you later thank you for the love the listens the support and a very successful first season and as the songwriter said you know how it goes 
always remember to do it like you'll be there, baby. <laughs> See you for season two. We out.